Hello to all of you wonderful unique beings. It's Wednesday, September 20th, and we're here to talk about sports. sports. Sam's so late on me. It's okay. I love him, though. Uh, <laughs> we are going to talk about some crazy, crazy stuff that happened this week. Uh, some major injuries. I, I mean, we have Nick Chubb going down, Saquon going down. I guess, Sam, I, I guess uh, the running backs mean something, don't they? A little bit. I think they're kind of important. I would say more than a little bit. Uh, uh, we have also Mahomes restructuring his contract. More money, more money, more money guaranteed. Uh, it, I, I feel like what well, his agent did say, or there was there was rumors of his agent saying that they were basically going to wait until all these quarterbacks got their contract yeah it's smart they were basically gonna just redo it just to be like yeah no Mahomes needs to still be paid the most so I mean I guess it happened right yeah that's hey yeah, foresight sir. that's good man we'll get to that uh for sure we got some winners and losers we we there you can't always win you, you you win some you lose some and uh we're definitely gonna tell you some uh winners and losers some are repeat offenders uh Brandon Staley might be one of them I a hot seat, maybe turno mm. seat, maybe volcano seat. Uh, I, I think he's on his way out, Sam. I, I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but yeah, it doesn't look good. Uh, it he's a defensive guy, right? Where's his defense? I don't know. We'll get to it. <laughs> well, he's he needs to play defense for his life right now because uh, it, if he's a defensive guy, which he is, uh, I don't know where the defense is, especially with some of the studs they have, they have on that team over there. Uh, we have to okay. Happened. It's okay. He knows Sean McVay. Yeah, well, uh, well he, he's gonna know him very well because he might be on his coaching staff next year. Uh, <laughs> uh, I have my power rankings uh, as as well. There's some changes there. Some 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 names have remained the same. Somebody's crept into the top five, and one name has crept out of the top five, uh, which I'm sure I'll get some backlash for. Uh, totally. Well, definitely been writing me about my picks. But whatever. It's my picks. Damn it. That's what I want, and it is what it is. Uh, and then we'll go through our picks this week. Uh, Sam and I agree on a decent amount, but I feel like this week we've definitely gone different ways on several of these picks. I think it's just Sam's approach that he does every year now to try to get himself in leadership or to take the lead and just go off, and then it just fails miserably. Yep. Is that this, is this the strategy again? I, I got to make up ground somewhere. <laughs> You uh, you kicked uh, mine and Harrison's butt in week one. I'm just trying to uh, to get back in the race here. That's fair. That is fair. Uh, and then we got a little college football. Uh, there's no way that we can can go on uh, and and record this podcast without talking about uh, the the most talked about thing in sports right now, which is the Colorado Buffs. There's no way uh, we're going to talk about how how they are just killing everything, and it's the Dion effect, the Coach Prime effect which uh, we saw when he was in, in football and when he was playing and what he did to change, and it's it's still affecting. Just think of the longevity of that, Sam. It's... it's he All things considered, Dion has always been Dion. From Florida State until now, uh, he's always been Dion. So he is who he is, and there's appreciate that. Yeah. All one of them. And uh, we got a little Do You Care uh, with, with Shohei. Uh, which was one of the weirdest things reported this week. Uh, this I still don't know why they, the Angels handled it the way that they did, but I guess we'll talk about it. There's, has there been more information about it than I, I don't think so. 
which yep. makes it even crazier. But we'll, yeah, we'll get into that because a, a bunch of moves that they've made in the last six weeks uh, have set this franchise back maybe a decade. We'll okay. get into it. Well, you and I both have spoken uh, off air about what the Angels are doing or aren't doing. So we'll just get into that. But uh, now to introduce, you've already heard our voices, but now to introduce this dominant tag team. The brains of the team, our number cruncher, he is the advisor. It's not me. It's that guy right there. It's Sam. What's up, Sam? Hey, man. I feel like this is a Michael Buffer uh, intro here. I love it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just... You're bringing, just not screaming. Bringing stuff love it. here for Sam. You know what I mean? Got to let people know that he, yeah, man. he is the, the brains back here, our statistician. Uh, we don't have uh, the high-powered... Uh, we need a stat boy. With people with all the numbers and, and computing all the computers. Uh, that's just... just we need like a Hembo or a stat boy or something. Somebody. Samba. And that's Samba. It. That's, all <laughs> that's all we need. Okay. Uh, and then the other half of this duo is just me. Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh, I got no special name. I'm just great. Uh, but thank you for listening to another episode of the Chasing Points Podcast. Sam, let's jump right into it. Uh, NFL ha- headlines that we talked about already. Uh, Nick Chubb. This guy is a absolute monster in the gym. He, we we talked about his off air or shared videos with each other. Uh, what he was squatting, the ridiculous amount of weight that this man is. He's a behemoth, uh, especially in the gym. Uh, but unfortunately, no matter what we can do outside of a gym or wherever, once we're in the the realm or arena or field or whatever the case may be. Uh, it doesn't stop whatever we work on our body from. It doesn't prevent us from getting injuries. And this is one of the most gruesome injuries that I've ever seen in my life. And I'm so glad that they stopped showing it. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, because it doesn't need to be seen. If you really want to go see it, uh, by all means, go ahead. I would not recommend just sitting there watching it. Uh, if you do, watch it on an empty stomach. Because uh, whatever you eat might come up. Uh, so... Sam, I, I just feel so bad for him. And it and I I really had to take a step back and think about it is this is really like the last team that's built around a running back. Yeah, it's, uh, you could you could say that. I mean, a lot of teams have running quarterbacks. You look at yes. what the Colts are trying to do, what the Ravens have mm-hmm. done, but even they're transitioning more to a pass heavy team. I mean, the the Patriots are have always kind of had that style, even though they've had the greatest quarterback of all time. It's kind of ironic, but, you know, run the ball here. And the one question I had, I know I know you did, but brought it up with our NFL preview is, all right, Kareem Hunt's not here. I mean, he may be back, but he's not here now. Going into the season, like, this is signaling, okay, we got to pass the ball more. This is more on Deshaun Watson, who you're paying Two hundred and thirty million guaranteed to, and he looks like a shell of himself. And now you lose one of the uh, you know the best running backs in the game. And th- dude, this looks brutal. I I don't even want to say it, but like this is the second. Is it his ACL? Yeah, I know he blew some ligaments and and whatever else. MCL, ACL. This dislocated me. Yeah, just, yeah. This Cleveland team's in trouble, man. Uh, and and prayers up to Nick Chubb. Uh, I know he's already torn that ACL, and 
came back from that. But this is uh, this is a huge letdown from a team that uh, was looking to make some noise this season in the AFC North for sure. Well, I mean, the Browns haven't looked that bad, but I mean, I think Deshaun, just like a lot of other QBs, just need. By week four, I think we'll really start to see these teams and their offenses and what they're going to be, right? I still feel, I think I spoke about this last year. Um, this is like preseason for these guys, especially since they didn't play for most of the starters, for most teams. Um, so these guys are out here, which, which again, is, as I said last week about uh, Aaron Rodgers' situation, is you save them the whole offseason, the whole preseason, to not play them because you don't want, in, want them to get injured. We're, we're now two weeks in, and we have some major injuries already. So it's just, if football is just a brutal sport, no matter when you put the pads on and go out there, hit the, you're bound to get injured. And, and every football player knows it. It's a part of the game. Just like every hockey player knows that there's a chance that you might get checked against the boards or punched in your face or whatever that gets backed in the face with a, a puck, right? Um, I just pray for Chubb, to, to your point, Sam. It's, it's, it sucks because he... If he could only stay healthy, man, what what type of career would this young man have? He is a bulldozer, uh, and it's unfortunate that he he's going through. Yeah, uh, and and to say that is on the other hand, we got Saquon Barkley who fought this whole offseason to get a contract just to have some security, and now he's out for two to three weeks uh, with the ankle sprain. Now I will say this respectfully. <laughs> Out for him, uh, if he was there or not, I don't think it would help the Giants uh, much. We'll talk about what's. I, I I'll just say this: the Giants have a tough schedule, and I think on paper have one of the toughest schedules. Uh, it's showing already that they are going to have a rough time, especially this this past week. With I mean, you let the Cardinals get out the gates like that. You have to have this comeback, and people are praising it. And, and I was just like, well, the Cardinals suck. So I know they're an NFL team, but the Cardinals suck. Let's be let's be true. Yeah, you you can praise a, a huge second half comeback, and they look dead in the water the first yeah. half of the game. But you know what did they come back like twenty one points or something? Yeah. Uh, you know, and ended up winning thirty one to twenty eight. But the you know the Cardinals, yeah, they may be unofficially tanking or not as talented, but for most of that game, you wouldn't have thought that. And no. You know, uh, I really, obviously, Saquon's the brightest spot in this offense, but now you're going to have to see what, you know, your $40 million quarterback a year, Daniel Jones, can do, uh, you know, with whoever's in the backfield and and a wide receiver core that is below average at best, in my opinion, without Darren Waller. I mean, uh, Darren Waller is a special talent, but, uh, you know, here, here you go, Danny Dimes. Been healthy. Went healthy, of course. Um, but yeah, no, they're playing the 49ers on Thursday. Brian Dable today, Tuesday, was was quick to not count out Saquon. Said he's a quick healer and he won't uh, he won't count him out for Thursday. You're playing on a short week uh, against a front seven, like or just a tired defense like the Niners, and you have a history of ankle injuries and then coming back. Not he may heal quickly. But I think that, and you would know better than me, but I think that just means like he can tolerate the pain in a faster timetable. 
because if you look at his numbers and I know he tore his ACL or whatever, and it took him a long time to get back, but the, didn't he have an ankle injury last year? It, it, he did not look the same after that. It, yeah. You mean, know, when you're, think about it. It's, have you, I don't know how many times you've rolled your ankle, Sam. I can tell you that I've rolled my ankle well over like 40 times in my life. Um, and I'm, it's probably more than that, but I'll just, that sounds about a good round number just from playing basketball. Uh, you're taught when you're on the court, cause you still want to play to tighten up those laces, go back out there cause your adrenaline's still going and it, it keeps, helps keep that swelling from going while you're still playing. Right. So you're able to still go and do that. Right. Sure. That's running up and down the court, jumping, shooting. Right. I'm not cutting. I'm not trying to evade people that are 300 uh, plus pounds that are going to tackle me and fall on me. Uh, I'm not trying to plant and go and use my four, five, four, four speed to get away from these uh, other defenders that have the same speed, if not quicker. Uh, it And these guys are absolutely going to tackle you and wrap around your ankle to make sure that you know and test it. If he plays against the Niners, Sam, 100%. It's not dirty. It's just going to be like, okay, let's see what happens. I'm tackling you, but when I tackle, I'm going to roll. Right? It, and and what's going to happen is we're going to see if Saquon can really do what he have to do. Because if he goes out there and he plays against this Niners defense that is full of hitters, and he re-injures himself, he's going to be out even longer. So it's like, do you risk it on a game that... <laughs> Obviously, they're not going to think this, but between you and myself and probably a lot of other people, a game that they're realistically not going to win, do you really want to put Saquon out there or give him this whole remainder of the week? They get they basically have 10 days off to rest. Do you really want to do this? Just give him time to rest. Then maybe yeah. say, okay, well, he's a fast healer and blah, 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 and all that jazz, but I wouldn't put him out there. On I think it's. I think they just don't want to play their cards I, you know I, I don't know how serious Kyle Shanahan and, and company are, are taking this obviously you need to have a game plan for someone like Saquon Barkley uh, but the way this Giants line has been playing you know I don't know if um, you know some of the best co- uh, running backs of all time could could um, you know make a difference on a bum ankle let alone what Saquon's doing and uh, you, you just got to be prepared for uh, Brightwell or Matt Burita to come in. Um, especially you mentioned it, like 10, 11 days till their next game. Mm-hmm. And you're on the West Coast. Uh, just sit the guy out. I think this is just lip service. Um, it probably is. I think they'd be pretty foolish to play him. And I think he'd be pretty foolish to play, especially being on a one-year deal. So but. speaking of the one-year deal, and I mentioned at the top of the show, and the whole offseason conversation or a big part of the offseason conversation was running backs not being uh, valued like they once were. And then here we are. We have some major running backs going out extremely early, which changes these teams' offenses. Let alone these guys can run, score, catch out of the backfield. But these guys can also block and give add extra protection for the quarterback. But they're also – that's a big portion – up some, especially for a Saquon and a Chubb, that's a big portion of an offensive playbook that is now unusable without these individuals there. So as much as the owners or the league is saying that this spot is not valued as it once was, 
I, I, I'm a firm believer that these guys are still underpaid. Um, for <laughs> take that for what it is. I mean, I know they're getting paid millions. Uh, well, in comparison to the other skill positions, obviously the quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think you know, pass protection is a is a huge part of this, and I you see how rookies, especially rookie running backs, young second, third year running backs get on the field is because they can pass protect. And if you can't, then you're, you know, you're basically not dressing up or you're on special teams. So, you know, you have to play that way, you know? I mean, this time, I mean, it's only two weeks in, so I guess I'll pump the brakes for myself. I don't want to be a, a prisoner of the moment, but uh, this is rookie watch and, and we're watching for some of these young studs out here that, uh, haven't had made an impact on a team and some of these numbers that i saw were absolutely surprising that's right uh cj stroud is has the fourth most passing yards out of any quarterback in the league not rookie quarterback in general b john robinson second most yards in the league for a running back Puka Nakua is that how you say his name? Nakua, Akua, Akua, Nakua, Puka Nakua, yeah, yeah, Nakua. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, the most receptions three times fast. Yeah, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> the most receptions and the second most yards for a wide receiver. Uh, it's crazy that there's also another young, talented wide receiver on the Rams. I will not say that because I'm. I may be trying to get him in my fantasy league or whatnot, but these young wide receivers on the Rams are actually really, really good. And I'm just really curious to seeing how uh, it's going to be when Cooper comes back, whatever that may be. But just taking a second and just hearing those numbers, Sam, like it, it, it absolutely blew my mind seeing and hearing that. Like I, I, I didn't know what to do with that. Totally. Um, And real quick waivers run tonight in your fantasy league. And you're claiming no, this guy? no, okay. it's, it already happened. So I, I'm pretty okay. much had the chance to. Okay, well, just anyway, get him. Um, I guess we'll start backwards with you mentioned the Rams last, so I'll just I'll go there. We'll work backwards here. Puka Nakua, uh, like the most receptions through two games in, uh, like in the first two games ever, or something like that. Guy was a fifth round pick. Um, savvy fantasy football mm-hmm. owners like myself have him, and their dynasty fantasy leagues uh shout out to sam myself um but did more you just important, shout out yourself i did wow you don't have you didn't grab puka nakua before before his first i don't game, need to you? with the wide receivers i have i have zay flowers sitting on my bench right now think yeah, about we, that okay 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 relax okay, <laughs> okay but Bijan is uh like i knew he was going to be great i knew we both yes said this from sure. the jump watching his tape at texas we knew that watching him on Saturdays in Texas, we knew this. I think I had concerns about his usage, and you still see Tyler uh, Algier playing a lot. Yeah. Um, and I didn't think he'd get this much run uh, this early, but mm-hmm. he looks great. Uh, so, and I, I think he's got like some crazy stat about like the most runs, touches over 10 yards or something like that. I'll, I'll try to pull it up. I think I said that to you. But uh, surprise, and, and the Falcons threw it and ran all over the place 
um, against the, the Packers end up winning. So, uh, you know, I, I, we definitely had concerns about how someone like that, De- uh, Desmond Ritter was going to be able to support all of these great options, but you know, week number two looked great. And, uh, yeah, CJ Stroud, I was surprised when I saw, uh, how many yards he put up against the Colts in week two, even though they ended up losing, like he was, he was making some nice throws and, uh, looked pretty good. So future is definitely bright in in these spots for these guys. And I would, I would love to see Cooper cup, Pukunakua and Tutu Atwell all on the, on the same field there. Once cup gets back, because I think with a quarterback like Stafford, um, you know, we, I, I won't speak for you, but I, I uh, had the Rams for dead to be, I still have them for dead, Uh, but they're dude, they're playing hard. They're playing really hard. I mean, that's good. They should play hard. I mean, see that. So, they they have careers to to finish and you know some of these guys might be trade bait so yeah they're still going to play really well um I, I would have never thought at this point that i i would have seen cj stroud have a better start than bryce young um i i don't, i wouldn't have thought that uh especially how they they played in college even though they weren't too far off from each other uh, and they are really really good friends on top of that but uh, shout out to him uh, for for sure. Now, I'm sorry, Sam. I know this is a uh, uh, a sore point for you, uh, a pain point, as they would say. Uh, your Jets looked flat as hell against the Cowboys, and I don't know if it's just because of the Cowboys' defense, because they are easily t- a top three defense in the league. Uh, or it's just Zach Wilson hasn't elevated yet to where he possibly could be. So I want to ask before I give my two cents, like what do you think is it was the issue on for this Jets game against the Cowboys? Do you think I it was, was just flat yeah. or just what do you I think, think it was a mixture of both? Obviously, okay. you, even with Aaron Rodgers, and I want to imagine – he would perform and the team would look like how it should if Aaron Rodgers was under center. But even that after what the Cowboys did in week one, it was going to be tough even with Aaron Rodgers. I said to a coworker today, I was at my parents' house on Sunday night. And when the Jets game started, I think it was like the second snap, Michael Parsons mm-hmm. just blows through the line. Yeah. And I looked to my father and I said, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> and, you know, that was certainly part of it. You know, Zach, Made some nice throws, but you know he had three picks. It was, it was rough. Uh, you know, a defense that's supposed to be one of the best in the league. Yeah, gave up thirty points, and I didn't even realize this, but um, until I was looking this up earlier or yesterday, um, they had the Cowboys kicked in the red zone four times. Imagine yeah. if they didn't do that. Yeah. Imagine if they were, yeah. you know, could score on even half of that 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 30 to 10 score would would be even uglier so yeah it was a disaster in dallas um you know i i still don't think there's a free agent quarterback out there that i would want over zach wilson at this point well if not a free agent who would you want them to trade for then the the rumor i keep hearing um from random either websites or or people is kirk cousins if the vikings just continue to you know, they're, 
they don't look great. They're 0-2. Uh, mm-hmm. They shouldn't be 0-2. Uh, but if they are going to trade away pieces, especially a contract like that, I would throw something Minnesota's way. But I still don't think even if you signed whoever off the, the waiver wire right now and get them up to shape, get them in shape, get them up to speed with the playbook, you're you're not he's not playing anytime soon. I, I just think, you know, you kind of have to just live with Zach Wilson right now. It's not like quarterback is a position like running back. Yeah. No offense to them where you could just kind of plug it in. All right. Run, run through the A gap, run through, you know, you, you can't do that uh, with qu- quarterback, maybe in the Faneuil Hackett system. You can, I don't know, it, you know, uh, but it's, it's not looking good. And uh, you know, I could see where Zach's made progress, but it's uh it's going to be a long year for sure. All right. I, what, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't think you trade for anybody. I don't think yeah. you, I think if anything, you get a veteran backup uh, that you can that you can get that could potentially win you some games if Zach gets hurt, because that's possible. Uh, so I, I think you get somebody that's played games, won games. I, I know I said it jokingly uh, last week, but I, I mean, it really wouldn't be a bad idea to get Carson in the building uh, to at least see what he has. Uh, especially his his relationship with Joe Douglas in the past. I mean, they, they know each other very, very well. It's true. Um, he drafted him, right? He did. He did. So uh, um, he knows him. He has a, 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 a standing, upstanding relationship with him as far as I know. But um, getting somebody like that, I, I don't think getting a, a Joe Flacco or a uh, uh, Colt McCoy is really going to push the needle either way for, for either of them. There's some backups out there that would – you know, I wouldn't mind T- Taylor Heineke, backup of the Falcons, uh, Gardner Minshew. God, I was and just Indy. about to say Minshew. Thank that you. The you problem see. is you have volatility at the quarterback position in both of those places. Now, yeah. it's, these teams aren't expected to do anything. Yeah. But these they want these quarterbacks to mature and, and grow. And I think both of those guys can do that. I still I think a veteran needs to be signed, even if it is Colt McCoy. Get I don't think Aaron Rodgers is in the facility every day. I could be wrong. I don't. I don't know, but there needs to be an adult in the room. There needs well, to be. From what someone. I'm hearing, is Rogers is going to be around. Well, and that's great then. That's, the Jets, you know, so. definitely. Um, and someone who I, I imagine can just be honest with Zach and not kiss his butt. I mean, he this kid started his rookie season. There was no veteran quarterback. Yeah, no. And you know, they're so. Not saying that's the reason, but I, I just think there needs to be more of a focus and an emphasis on um, just correcting these mistakes and not making them again. And it just seems like that's happening. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I saw, I watched uh, ESPN for the first time in like weeks. I've been so like out of, don't want to hear any jets talk, right? yeah. but they were talking about how if Zach has time to throw, he, he looks great, but he yeah. was, you know, blitzed so many times that, and, you know, the line didn't hold up. I'm not saying this loss is entirely on him, uh, but he didn't. He definitely I didn't. I mean, help. how could he it be help. entirely on him? He's not the one letting yeah, Micah Parsons run through the O-line. Right. He's not the one letting Demarcus Lawrence uh, go go around and do whatever he has to do. Like, he's not the one doing that. He's yeah. not. He can't block. He can't block the defensive line and throw the ball. So yeah, it's absolutely not on him. But of course, any if any quarterback has time, they can do what they have to do. 
Um, I'm in the camp of of preserving Brees Hall, and I because it was going to be a long season, and I am fully confident that by halfway point he was going to be the lead back, and he just you know he just tore his ACL. He, you know, I'm all about saving his legs. Yeah, but he needs more than four touches on uh four touches. Well, he uh, made that game. evidently clear uh, that he need he need to do yeah. that. Uh, well, that that worries me low key and. A it little should bit. And, because uh, you know what, Brees might I, end up being behind somebody like uh, Patrick Mahomes because you know he needs a running back. Because Pacheco, I don't know where he is. Uh, speaking of Mahomes, Sam, whew, he got paid. Ouch! Again, um, again. his contract. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, uh, or, or I should say, guaranteed a payment. Uh, Patrick Mahomes restructures his contract. Uh, it is now $210.6 million. Uh, and it runs from 2023 to 2026. Uh, with It's the most money in NFL history of for over four years. And it's now all guaranteed. Um, I don't really have much to say outside of... He should get paid, and he should get guaranteed money because he is the best damn quarterback in the league, and he is already a Hall of Famer after coming off of his second Super Bowl. I know all about it. I watched it. My team wins against them. I didn't feel too great about it. It did look good. Whatever. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He can win on one leg, one arm. doesn't matter. He's going to find a way to win with his, his tight end. The only way he won't win is without his tight end, which we've seen that. He doesn't have Kelsey. I don't know who he has to throw the ball to. And the crazy thing is, they still almost could have won that first game without Kelsey being there or Chris yeah. Jones being on the the defensive side. And we saw what Chris Jones did when he came back. But um, yeah, this man got paid, Sam. I, I, I mean, I, you, you got anything to add to that, dude? He was the ninth after Burrow's deal. He was the ninth highest paid quarterback. You remember? I know agents, and good for all these guys getting their money. Yeah, but. Can you have like the audacity? I don't know who got signed, who signed after Mahomes' deal, but like I want more than Patrick Mahomes. Like, you know, I I thought the, you know, the market was going to settle then, but then you got like again. I just I mentioned it ten minutes ago. Daniel Jones making forty million dollars a year, and you got I mean Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson getting fully guaranteed deals. Yeah, Kirk Cousins has gotten two fully guaranteed deals, which is still it's, wild to me. It's but. it's wild. I I hope for. I'm all about guys getting their money, and we just talked about how the running backs aren't getting enough and how important yes. they are, and they're not necessarily a dime a dozen. Although it is a you know it is a position where you can have success later in the draft. I I feel like the cap needs to like that market needs to stop now. <laughs> I don't know who who For would the get quarterbacks. The next, yeah, like who who would get uh, Trevor Lawrence? Like, well, nobody. I don't, Tua, I don't or Tua's next. Then I guess right. Yeah, Tua but Tua's not going to get paid that. But and... did you think Joe Burrow and and uh, maybe Burrow? I mean, Burrow yes. went to a Super Bowl, but Justin Herbert was going to get paid that. I don't think Justin a healthy Tua a healthy Tua. Tua no, stays healthy think, all year long. I don't think he should get paid that. I don't think Herbert I don't should get so paid either. that. I don't. I don't think Trevor uh, Lawrence he? should get paid that. I don't think any. If your team, if you have not brought your team to the Super Bowl or a deep run in the playoffs, you do not deserve 
anywhere near that money. And even if you did do that, you still don't deserve any money near Patrick Mahomes, uh, period, technically. Um, I agree with you, but I I agree with that, but it's happening. I yeah, mean, Dan- Daniel Jones, what is has he ever thrown for, you know, over 350 yards or something? Has, I he, has he, you know, like what has he ever, what has he done to warrant getting paid more than Patrick Mahomes? Nothing. Again, that's just the, that's just the marketplace and that's yeah. just sports, especially now. And, and the NFL is a bazillion dollar industry. And again, I'm all for guys getting their money. It's just, I feel like there needs to be some regression now. Um, but if the cap's going to keep going up the way it is, then I, I guess it's not a problem. But uh, it definitely we're seeing in Kansas City and other places when you pay, uh, you know, when you pay your quarterback that much of the cap, um, you know, how it impacts the rest of your team. Well, I mean, he's a immediate winner. Uh, and we're going to go to another one of those quarterbacks that you're you're alluding to that got paid during the offseason. And that is, and he's le- the leader of the Ravens, and that is Lamar Jackson. Uh, but the winner I have here is just the Ravens in totality. Um, they were able to get pieces before Lamar signed his major deal. Uh, one of them went down, which was OBJ, uh, who, was, who was hurt, but you still had Zay Flowers make a huge catch. Um, this offense is finally, is everything that we kind of heard it could be for him and would be and allow him to show his his true talents and it's it's he hasn't stumbled coming out of the gate it's it's allowing him to be or or use all of his tools i should say he's able to sit in the pocket look around pass when he needs to he's able to take off if a play breaks down or just roll out just to shift the field and shift the safeties um I, I really, really like what's going on with this Raven team. I just hope OBJ comes back and it's fine because I I want to see this team with full receivers because they have a good young core outside of OBJ, and uh, I think they could do something. I, honestly, they are the best team in AFC North right now, period. I, I keep thinking about how we were – I mean – weren't so on the Bengals, but we really like the Bengals, and Harrison kept talking about Baltimore, and I was like – I don't see it, man. But yeah, if I I can say without overreacting, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. And if Lamar can stay healthy, dude, he's throwing almost 75% of his passes. His quarterback, his passer rating is just under 100. uh, And he also has run for 92 yards. Um, Last last game against the, the Bengals, didn't have to do much in the air. Eight for nine, 96 yards, two touchdowns in the second half. Yeah. So, I mean, he's Todd Bonkin's system, right? There, it's, it's his system, but he's tailored it to who's under center there. What you're supposed and, to do. Right. And when you have Mark Andrews, who can just, you know, dominate the center of, of the field there, and you have guys on the edge like Zay Flowers and, and hopefully a healthy OBJ, you can certainly do some damage and, even if your lead running back uh, towards Achilles, and we're seeing that in Baltimore. Take notes, Bears, which I'll get to you. Tailor it around man. your damn quarterback. Um, who's your uh, your first winner, Sam? Dude, it's uh, Miami Dolphins, another team that I knew was going to be good. I had them win- going to the wild card uh, when we 
did our preview, but you they know, might this be going team, past that wild card. <laughs> totally. Uh, it looks like it. The uh, Miami Dolphins led the NFL in yards per game, mm-hmm. 462 in yards per play. A full yard more than second place, so they have seven point three yards per 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 attempt or per play. That's insane. And Tua has been blitzed thirty one percent of his dropbacks, and only has one sack. Here's a line that we've had questions about for a while, and they're they're giving him all the time in the world. He has the second lowest time, but you know in the pocket to throw Mm -hmm. it, you know, and you did not see that from, uh, you know, Dolphins teams of the past. Uh, And it just shows you that Shanahan system that McDaniels has adapted into uh, it in Miami. And the fact that you have some of the fastest playmakers in the league, uh, you know, if two is healthy, you see what he can do here. And I, you know, God willing, hope he's healthy, but the Dolphins are, are playing out of their minds right now to go into, uh, to go into New England, and uh, you know, I know we could save a lot of that conversation for another time because uh, it was it was rough going. Uh, track but, meet every game yeah. they play is going to be a track meet this year, Sam. I don't care who they play; it's going to be a track meet. It's to your point. Two is has more time this year, and he's able to get the ball out quicker too this year, which is which is That's working cool. great for Dak too. Which is getting the ball, drop back, two step drop, three step drop, ball out. I I look, see, option one not there, option two is gone, ball gone, right? Because these guys they don't need too much time. Ty, I don't care if you play ten yards off Tyreek, you're not jamming him. So whoever is a corner and thinking that you're going to jam him and stop him, it's not going to work. It's been proven. So you can play ten yards off of him, and he's still going to find a way to get past you. Like it just it just doesn't matter. And if you give him ten yards, he can literally just do a button hook, catch it, and then he can create so much. He can get so much yak, and it's wild what they can do. But I, I know one person that is extremely ecstatic about this, and that's my father, Tops. Uh, because he is absolutely in love. I mean, I'm telling you, uh, old man over here is just enjoying the NFL ticket. He was so so damn excited after week one. I was like. Dad, I was like, "Are you are you enjoying this?" And he was just like, "He's like, I I don't even know which game to watch." I was like, "Well, put yeah, on multicast." I was like, "Put on multicast, Dad." He was just like, "He's like, I did." And he was like, "He's like, I I I just still don't know which one to pick." And I was just like, "Yeah, it's a good problem to have. It's a good problem to have." I was like, "Dad, you can also turn it to red zone." He's like, "Oh, what's red zone?" And I'd explain the whole red zone thing to him. But prepare um, to lose your mind, pops. Yeah, yeah, he's he's been losing his mind. Um. I know the Commanders fans, uh, including Dame, almost lost his mind uh, when the Commanders almost lost their game, but they pulled it out. Uh, I, I, I don't. I, did I send it to you about Bienemy uh, earlier today? You did. Yeah, you did. Uh, I think he should get his credit uh, because what his offense is doing right now with him, uh, which is not happening with the Chiefs right now. Uh, the commanders with Sam Howell is 27.5 points per game. The Chiefs currently are 18.5 points per game. Now, <laughs> take that as you may, because one is Patrick Mahomes, a future Hall of Famer, and one is Sam Howell. Fifth round pick. And Mahomes has arguably the greatest tight end to ever play football. 
and Sam Howell does not. And uh, but I will say that the Sam Howell does have a bed better wide receiver court. I, I I'm not gonna say that his oh, his yeah. wide receivers are way better than what uh, Mahomes has, but you still got to scheme these guys open and they still got to get open. So I want to give BNME his credit. I know it's only two weeks, but we'll see what happens because Mahomes also started off slow last year. He still gradually did it. You remember, Sam, I said to you, when we got closer to playoffs. I was like, it's crazy that the Chiefs weren't really talked about all last year. And then they, yeah. towards the, the playoff stretch, you start hearing more and more about them. Starting off very similar because you're not really hearing much about them. They're not really on a lot of people's lists. And stuff like that, it's fine. They don't need to be because they're going to be around at the end with Mahomes. So uh, I, I'm going to give love to the commanders. I know I said a lot about Mahomes there, but the commanders, uh, they haven't scored 35 points once since 2020. <laughs> which Oh, that's wild. Which is, which is crazy uh, that that is actually a, a real statistic. But they look good. Uh, they, they really, really do look good. Uh, I, I'm curious to see if this will continue to play out this way, especially because, you know, Ron Rivera didn't know who Sam Howell was uh, or how good he was. Uh, so that that's that. But I also wanted to give a winner here because I told Sam to be patient with this young man, told him to be patient with this young man. And it's the Falcons and it's with Ritter and they are taking their time and they're still winning. They got it. He's got, he's got time. We need to be patient. I, I've been hearing people talk about, I've kept receipts too, by the way. Hearing people talk about Jalen Hurts and talking about he's trash. People are still on Twitter calling him trash, which I find hilarious uh, just because of the slow start. Like, it's only two weeks, people. Pump the brakes. As Sam's quarterback that's not playing once said, R E L A X. Relax. Just relax. It, it'll, it'll come to fruition. But yeah, the Falcons, that offense. Uh, I still don't know where Kyle Pitts is. So somebody let me know in the rest of the fantasy owners in the world know where Kyle Pitts is. But uh, outside of that, offenses, Drake London, Bijan Robinson. Yeah, they they look they look pretty solid for down south. That I I feel like it it might come down to them and the Saints to win the the East. Yeah, I mean uh, the South. Excuse me, dude. They're two and zero. It's, yeah, it, I know. They're playing, they're playing well again. If you were to start a franchise, you would want all three of those skill position players on your team. Yes, absolutely. Drake London, Bijan, and, mm-hmm. and Kyle Pitts. I, you know, Ritter's whole thing in Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, was accuracy. He throws some ducks. You know, he he completed only sixty percent of his throws against the Packers, but he threw for two hundred thirty-seven yards, and that's that's a big improvement against the Panthers. He only had one hundred fifteen. Uh, but he only threw the ball 18 times. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's progress there. When you you have so many weapons, it kind of keeps you on keeps you on notice, right? You know, you can't stack yeah. the box. You can't. You still have threats on on the outside. So, yeah, totally. And and with the Washington too, I I'm a big Sam Howell fan. I'm glad it's working out. I'm glad, you know, Eric Bieniemy's needed a head coaching job as long as this podcast has been going on which is a long time. And uh, Brian Robinson's part of that success too. Um, you know, had a, had a huge game against the Broncos and uh, you know, I hope he is, you know, he's cemented as the lead back now, but there's a lot of weapons on this Washington team and they're quietly two and O too. So. Yeah. Yeah. 
that's also one of Sam's winners as well. So totally. I I appreciate that we both saw that because the commanders deserve uh, their respect because I I I think I said it on our uh, our preview of the season that I said I think they're going to take the place of the Giants and uh, they are starting to do that in my opinion for sure. Uh, you also have the Seahawks. Yeah, just um, I mean, Gino and company did not look good losing to the Rams again, a team I left for dead to begin the year uh, and, you know, a huge game winning play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Lions are a tough team to play in their house, too. And uh, Seahawks found a way to to barely win, but win that game. So yeah. I just yeah. uh, it was a it was a fun game to um, to watch. And, you know, it would suck if you're a Lions fan. Uh, we're both Stan line fans here because Campbell's our boy, but um, yeah, I just shout out to both these teams uh, just playing well. So those were two of my winners as well. I, uh, I might have to pick up Gino and I might have to drop Joe Burrow. You can't drop Joe Burrow. You can't I have Dak on my bench. I can you drop can't. Joe. Burrow. You can't, no, I can't, can. I can. And if I want to play in your fantasy league. It, it keeps it keeps uh, if it keeps going this way, then uh, yeah, he's got to go. I I can't. I just can't keep. I might just start Dak until Joe decides ha- to start doing something. I have the Bengals as one of my losers. I'll just start here. Um, I didn't hear this until today. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow has had like three po- uh, preseason snaps in his career. So to talk about what you you. You said at the top about just conditioning and game speed and shaking the rust off. Yeah. And, but, but I've mentioned this before, right? Rookie season uh, was it the contract stuff. Then mm-hmm. he tore his ACL. So the following sophomore year was was rough. And then you had COVID and all of that. Or though the first year was COVID. Anyway, and now you have injury calf preseason and he's still hurt. So it's one of these things where it's like similar with Saquon. You rush him back. The the uh, probability of getting hurt more or worse is is higher, but he's on the field. He clearly can't push the ball down the field. Um, it's it's a problem. I yeah. mean, their defense is a problem. There's a lot of problems on this Bengals team. <laughs> There's a lot. You know, in hindsight, you would probably just want to sit him for the first two games and, and have your luck here, but they don't have that luxury, and now they're 0-2 and – Monday night against again a uh, uh, Rams team that's not going to just lay over. Who knows if Burrow plays? What do you think about the whole Cincy situation and and what they should do with Joe Burrow? Uh, they should sit him like I'm gonna sit him on my fantasy team. Um, no, uh, <laughs> I it's it's funny because the one person that said that he doesn't need to play was Jamar Chase. He said take the first four weeks. Get healthy, and then we we will still be in great shape when you come back. Sam Jamar Chase was right. <laughs> yeah, he because Joe does not look like himself, and he's like playing himself back into shape and risking himself at the same time of getting injured again, which can immediately be a disaster to their whole entire season. So I. Jamar Chase, a wide receiver position player who obviously wants the ball from his quarterback and his guy literally said, no, don't come back. 
and he came back. And this is Jamar is probably saying every single time he sees him suit up until week four, he's gonna be like, "This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare. This is my nightmare." Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. They they have too much talent to be an zero and two. Uh, and it's it's weird what's going on there. It's 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 not as weird as my loser, the Chargers, because we know who their their head coach is, Brandon Staley, and they just need to get rid of him because it's not going to happen with him. And I also have a hot take on Herbert, who got paid, as Sam mentioned. He's elite. He has elite tower, uh, power, uh, talent, but he is not an elite quarterback. I know they keep putting him up in the top five or uh, of quarterbacks and stuff. He's not in top five. He's in top ten. But I, he each year since like his first year, I feel like he's gone down a year, each year, in his rankings. And there's been other guys that have hurtled over him to get to the spot ahead of him. He has all the talent in the world. Reminds me of somebody in Buffalo that has all the talent in the world, but just makes some terrible decisions in times. And and it happens. But I, I don't have faith in the Chargers or or Herbert. And it's crazy because on defensive on the defensive side of things, they have some dogs, man. They they really have some guys that can get at it, Sam. And Brandon Staley is a defensive mind, and that defense seems to have no mind at this point in time uh, because there's nothing going well for this team. And they're also 0-2 like the Bengals. So I don't know what the Bengals are going to do. I don't know what the Chargers are going to do. It is only two games, and this could completely turn around. We don't know what's going to happen. They can warm up. They can still be in at the end, and we can revisit this conversation. And I can be like, oh, well, see, this is why you just wait. But as of right now, to be a prisoner of the moment, I don't like how it looks for either of these teams. I would say I would push back. I think uh, being a fan of Herbert, I know you are too, and his talent, certainly. I'm not really a fan of Herbert, to be honest. Okay. Just in general, do you think he's overrated? I, I think he's a I think he's a definitely above average quarterback, which is why I said he's in, in top ten, but I don't think he's he scares me. I don't think he's he's what everybody says that he is. And he has not proven that to me yet. Um okay, well he hasn't done anything to lose these two games through for three hundred and five yards. He's thrown no last game. He's thrown no picks. He can't play defense. He's not good at playing defense. <laughs> the Chargers defense, again, Brandon Staley's wheelhouse, has allowed 116 passer rating. That's 30th in the league. There's 32 teams in the NFL, if you didn't know. Um, and they also, uh, these numbers are just, they're getting beat deep. This is all, I got this from John Breach uh, from CBS Sports. They're allowing 11 of 15 completions on third and fourth down like they're just this team is getting like they just can't keep up on the defensive side mm-hmm. but you know i i like the the fact that kellen moore is on this team and joe lombardi is not the offensive coordinator of this team mm-hmm. 
and Keenan Allen is is still on his way to having a special year, and I like the other weapons they have. Um, I I would I would disagree. Obviously, Brandon Staley has cost them games. I mean, we talk about that Raiders game a couple of years ago that you know they could have made the playoffs, like just doing stupid decisions, and I overestimated that when I was uh, in love with the Chargers this preseason. But uh, just, you know, the volatility of Brandon Staley. But we'll see. Okay. Uh, he has the... Two, three, four, five, six. Six best QB rating? No, that's out of, it's out of order. His QB rating is... 102 right now so he's he is slinging the ball um but i still just don't i don't feel that he's that i i, I just don't there's just something about it and i when i feel something about some guy i just don't i don't roll with it i don't think it i don't think it's it i also think yep. that it could change depending on who if they get an offensive head coach i think that absolutely could unlock him and it could be the talent that I do believe that he can unlock, uh, but currently has not. So I think that's what the move is. I, it, there's Brandon, Brandon Staley, which I hate going against Brandon's, but Brandon Staley has been, uh, has been around friendly, too long. Friendly. He's been around too long. Uh, a couple of things. It was Jeff Kerr from CBS sports, not John breach. I was referencing the wrong article that I had up. Uh, yeah. I, I think Herbert will be fine. Your bread is buttered. These guys make their careers in the postseason. He hasn't had a. He hasn't brought them to the postseason, yeah. but he also hasn't failed in the postseason yet. I still. I think he's not an elite quarterback, but I think he could certainly be there. He's very close, uh, just well, from his skills. Position, I'm, I'm holding absolutely. quarterbacks to the standard that they held, and I'm not saying this because I'm biased, but I'm holding him to the same standard that they did for Jalen Hurts is you got to prove it. He had way less. He didn't have the opportunity. He was drafted way lower than Herbert and he's made it to the Super Bowl. He went out and did exactly what he had to do. Now, obviously people are going to say, well, look at the team around him and blah, blah, blah. Well, Herbert is considered to be more talented than Jalen Hurts. So if he's that, then he should be up there and he should be bringing his team through these playoff runs and so on and so forth, right? Because if you're the talented quarterback, like a Josh Allen, you're supposed to be the guy that propels your team through. That's what is that not how they is that not how people gauge quarterbacks in, in this era? Is oh, yeah. if you're that guy, then you're supposed to lead the people through. He hasn't won a playoff game yet, right? I don't think so. I, he does. I don't even know that, if he's been to the playoffs, it, right? It, Again, now that there's obviously a lot of things that ha- that go into to to play here, but you also are the face of the franchise. You are the quarterback. If that were to happen to a Tom Brady or a Aaron Rodgers or a Peyton Manning, and they didn't lead their team to the playoffs or to a deep run, you're going to hear about it over and over again. This guy has elite talent and is put in this this elite category with all these quarterbacks, but yet. Hasn't even won a playoff yet, and people are talking about him as if he is one of those guys. That that's the only thing that I'm saying. If we're gonna 
judge people and people talk like that about other quarterbacks, then I'm going to hold him to the same standard too until I see that happen. I really like the Eagles. I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts, but I think it's if you put Justin Herbert behind the Eagles line and even two, three years ago, and you gave him Nick Sirianni instead of Brandon Staley and you, but he's not Kelsey and everybody can't do that, but he's not, but you can't, but it it seems like the, there's a cushion there that Jalen hurts has because he has an elite scheme I'm he not saying I, I think Jalen Hurts is an elite quarterback. I picked He's him to throw win the MVP. Ball. I picked, yeah, I picked him to win MVP this year. I'm not, I'm just trying to have the conversation of I think if Justin Herbert was in a different was in the situation just uh Jalen Hurts was, he it would be the same. You're given the situation that you're given is what you do with it. You, you, oh, don't, I, think, I agree. you, don't, you don't think hey. Justin Fields, who is is a part of one of my losers, you don't think that if he had or was behind the Eagles line that he'd be. Yes, of course. A lot of these guys would be great in different situations. You're not, though. And you have no choice of getting out of that because you're contracted with whoever you're with. So let's not bring hypotheticals into it. He's with that team that has great players on that team. And he's an elite talent that people have said is better than the Jalen Hurts of the world that is considered to be one of those top five quarterbacks at times. So where is that top five talent? That's that's my only thing is he's been said by all these people that he's supposed to be that guy. And, and I'm not – I hate to like feel this way or throw like darts at him like this because I do think he's a good quarterback, but I think he's a good quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback. I don't think he's one of the elite quarterbacks. And I, I think we need to stop. I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't, I, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general what, what people do and say about him as if, well, you know, well, it's Brandon Staley. Well, yeah, at what point is it Herbert too? At what point does he not step up and be like, you know what, let's go there. You never had to worry about that with Joe Burrow. You don't know what you were getting with Joe Burrow, but what did he do? He brought his team to the Super Bowl. Everybody said Jalen Hurts was not an accurate passer, not this, not that. Brought his team to the Super Bowl. Lamar, well, he can't pass in the pocket. He, he can't stay in the pocket. He can't do it. Won an MVP. What has Herbert done? Nothing yet. He can, but it, Lamar hasn't had a receiver to outsider Andrews. Like he's he's got Keenan Allen, who can stay healthy or not stay healthy, right? He's had him his whole career since he's been there. Where is this talent? I need to see it. That's all I'm saying. I I I think you. I didn't watch. This game, I saw the highlights, but I think he had, and but just looking at stats and mm-hmm. stuff, he had a really good performance. Justin Herbert, good, um, good. I don't think the Chargers being zero and two is on Justin Herbert. If you can, if and I've heard this all week so far, you can't mm-hmm. put all the blame of the Dow- Cowboys beating the Jets on Zach Wilson. Not at all. It's the same. It's the same same conversation. I, I, so I you agree. Can't, you can't blame, and you can't blame Justin Herbert, who is. Leaps and bounds a better quarterback than Zach Wilson. You can't. I, sure. I can't blame sure. him for. The Chargers have been this organization for decades. Mm-hmm. They ru- They almost left Drew Brees for dead. They ruined Philip Rivers' career. Mm-hmm. They had Ladainian Tomlinson, Drew Brees, in the same draft. They couldn't do anything with it. They couldn't do sure. anything with Philip Rivers. Um, you know they. They almost killed Tyrod Taylor. <laughs> you know, like this team's All just has a yep. history of. Yep. Didn't they fire Marty Schottenheimer after he won like 
yeah. a ton of games and then 14 yeah. games and the next year he didn't. And like this, this team sucks. It's like true. this team from the, from the top has been bad for a long time. I'm, you know, I know the conversation you're trying to have. I, but I feel like if you put Justin Herber in a different situation, his floor is higher than some other quarterbacks than Justin Fields going in there. They have I, different I, skills. That's a, that's a, that's an okay argument if we were speaking in hypotheticals, but he's but you, not. You brought it. You brought it up first when you mentioned Jalen Hurts. And, and he's and one of the Eagles, and what the doubt is. Yeah, the the doubt around well, Jalen Hurts is that he couldn't do this. He wasn't a good passer. Blah blah blah. And then everybody said, "Well, it's the team around him." After he actually balled out, who was the better quarterback in the Super Bowl? It was. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was who? Uh, Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Okay. So he he's stepped up in those times. What I'm saying is I haven't seen a time that Herbert has that ability to be like, okay, I'm that guy. Where has that time been? I'm not saying – I'm not talking about just the first two weeks of this year. I'm talking about throughout his career. When has he had well, that what, time what to step up and be like, I'm it? that guy? But if you're putting – if you're comparing that, it's not, I, again, I picked Jalen Hurts to win the MVP. Correct. He looks far and away not the MVP. Yeah, that's agreed right now. <laughs> so, like, to say you're not going to count two games, I'm telling you the Chargers almost beat the Dolphins. Almost. They lost by a point, right? Mm-hmm. They didn't. Mm-hmm. Wasn't on Herbert. And they yeah. beat uh, – I'm blanking. They they won – was it Tennessee? Or, no, they lost to Tennessee. Yeah. Wasn't on Herbert. No, like so. I'm just saying, and then Jalen Hurts doesn't have the same season he started with last year. Again, we knew this team was this Eagles team was going to be different. We knew the league had a whole year of tape on Jalen Hurts settled into the quarterback position, owning the team, and having all of these weapons and what you're going to do with it. You know, the the defense hasn't looked good either. Just like the Chargers' defense has it. I'm not dare comparing these two teams. I'm just saying it's been it, – there's still time. Like Peyton Manning and Troy Aikman's career, I, you look at their I records. Say that, I mean, you're saying – I'm just saying said there's already. still time. There's I've still already time. said I've already said exactly that, that there is time. I know, but I, but I, I just, just feel like believe. the hate's not – like, or even the conversation. There's other issues in the league than Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, there's, it's, I mean, it's not – so when we're having a conversation about this, it's about Herbert. We're talking about Herbert. And what I'm saying about Herbert is he's considered to be in the top five, top ten, right or wrong. I don't think he's in top five. I'd put him top, top seven. Five. If you look at lists, he's considered at times in top five or top what ten. What are we evaluating? Like overall, just quarterback? Quarterbacks, yes. Overall talent, quarterback. talent, what they've accomplished, stats. Top in the league. Top five, top ten is what he's considered to be in. Overall quarterback. He's the top ten quarterback. In okay. So no doubt. He's considered he's been that and been considered that since he's been in the league. Yes or no? I he had a really good rookie year. So you're saying Un- yes. unexpectedly. Okay. Unexpectedly. Okay. No one so expected him yes. to be that good. <laughs> so he's been in that conversation since he's came into the league. And he's consistently in that top spot i don't understand how football play plays out you and i both understand how football plays out it's not just about a quarterback or one person but any quarterback in the league it's always them if they don't get to that next spot what happened last year when the packers didn't beat the lions who did they everybody look at they looked at rogers because you are the team you're the quarterback so at what point 
do we look at Herbert and say, yes, we understand other factors that are going on around him, but when is he going to be that guy that's going to get us to the next spot? They say it about Dak all the time. Do they not? They do the same thing. Dak is not even considered to be in the top 10. I I feel like Dak's... I feel like the public perception of Dak is that he is, but if anyone that watches sports, watches football closely, would know that Dak isn't. Correct. We just then talked they, about the, it with the way they talk about Dak, right? Dak well, has actually won. There's an asterisk games. there. He's a he's a Cowboys quarterback, but yes, Correct. he's been to the playoffs. Yes. Correct. So, but okay, real quick, to, real, yeah. and I'll, I'll let you finish. And I'll just say this because I'll forget it. You're starting a <laughs> franchise tomorrow. Yeah. How many quarterbacks would you want under center before Justin Herbert? I think that you put in age, you put in all of that right now. He's he's top seven, six quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I I would still I would say I I would say that yes. But my point that I've been driving home throughout this whole thing, which I'm not saying that you're oblivious to, is when is he going to take that step? When and when are we going to hold his feet to the fire? Like we need to hold Josh Allen's feet to the fire that we don't hold some other quarterbacks feet to the, or that we do hold other quarterbacks to that same thing. We say other quarterbacks need to be that and they're not this, they're not that. But Justin Herbert's been just coasting as being one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And I, he hasn't won a playoff game. And yet to your point of the asterisk that's next to Dak Prescott's name, he's won playoff games. They just haven't gone to the next level that they need to go to. And Herbert is a better quarterback. You and I both agree that Herbert is a better quarterback than Dak, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's had, and Herbert's had, has had teams that have been better than the Cowboys on paper, right? But he's a better quarterback. He should be the guy that wills them to the next spot, like a Brady did, like a Peyton did, like a Rodgers did. And I'm not calling him a Hall of Famer to be very clear. But he has that talent, that elite talent. So where is that? You know what? I'm the guy. I'm going to get us to the next spot. That's the only thing that I'm I'm asking. I think it's. Re- I mean, you got guys like Trent Dilfer winning a Super Bowl, right? Brad Johnson. You know, it's. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo has made it to a Super Bowl. Okay, I didn't say he won it. Jared Goff made it to a Super Bowl. As you you are, I am jealous of you because you've had Donovan McNabb. You even had Nick Foles. And now Jalen Hurts, you've you've been able to watch a Super Bowl as a a fan of a team, and I'm a football fan, but a fan of a team who has just been miserable f- since Joe Willie left the building, right? Like, um, <laughs> I would kill to have Justin Herbert on yeah, my I'm team. Sure, you would. And if we just went to the playoffs and mm-hmm. lost in the division round every yeah. year, yeah, it, that's something I can't say I've accomplished too much in my life. Um, so. Yeah, I he's this is his fourth year. This is you know, it's a, it's a young career. Unfortunately, these teams for for, you know, the conversation, these teams have to make the decision in the fourth year, are we going to give them the bag? And all these guys have gotten the bag. But what a great Hall of Fame, uh, great draft class. I mean, that's a phenomenal right? draft class. It's a phenomenal draft class. Burrow, we'll, Herbert, Tua, we'll, Hertz. I'll table this conversation for later in the season so I can relive this conversation with you and see what happens because I would love for him to prove me wrong, but I don't know. Uh, but who hasn't proven me wrong uh, and probably not going to prove me wrong is the Bears. 
Sam, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Bears. Dude, I have uh, no idea. Actually, I do. <laughs> is they are – this is the classic issue of this is my offense. Run it the way that I want you to run it. Oh, Not, I've, I've heard this before in Chicago. I, I'm, I'm sure you have. Uh, Nagy or Man something Nagy. like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think that, I think that's what his name He's calling plays for Patrick Mahomes now, isn't he? Um, (laughs) there's that. Um, I I just don't understand how you have a guy that got better as the season went on last year. And you know, he is a motor, a mobile quarterback, but yet you want him to be a pocket passer. This is the issue that I have, Sam. This is, these are, why are you? stopping and impeding this young man from being who he is just to fit your offense. Shouldn't your offense be around him being that he's the quarterback? Shouldn't you be making plays like, Hey, listen, Justin, what makes you feel comfortable? Do I, I've watched some of your college tape. I watched your tape from last year, your couple years in the league. What, what is, what are some of the plays that you really like that we can put in, in, in here? And then we can, add a little like caveats to it or whatnot, add an extra route or an option to this to 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 make it a little bit more explosive. Like what is the favorite thing that you do? Or, or like, okay. And then with my playbook, these are some of the things that I want to see that you can do. If you can do them well, then we'll do it. If not, tell me what what it is that we can and we can maneuver. why is this not something that's happening? I is it happening and he's just can't I I do it. From what I'm hearing, no, I'm hearing that they are essentially forcing him to do and be a pocket passer, which is why he was in the pocket that whole last game. Not He's, moving around, nothing like that. That's what he did at Ohio State. He wasn't running all over the place like no, he was no, no. last he, year. He was not. He was not running all over the place, but he was also in Ohio State, Sam. As we, no, I know. I'm the <laughs> he also the had offensive linemen that were going to be in the NFL. The only thing Ohio State or or the Bears have in comparison to Ohio State is that it's close. (laughs) Columbus and Chicago are closer than most places. Very valid. Pretty much it. I'll tell you this. He's not throwing the ball down the field. No. I don't know if he likes to or doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Four and a half yards per pass. That's the shortest in the NFL. Last year, he was throwing at nine yards. Mm-hmm. So, like, dude, that's huge. And that's he's huge had three. Th- yeah. I can't believe this. You're not going to believe this stat from, from the Bears offensive line. Mm-hmm. He, we're talking about Tua. He's had 3.2 seconds to throw the ball this season. That's third in the NFL. That's a that's a lifetime in the NFL. We saw it. I mean, we were sharing videos of just holding on to the football, and he's doing the same thing. It's like. I, I don't know how much of it is him. Okay, I don't have a weapon. There's yeah. no weapon. Okay, yeah. you got DJ Moore. He does have DJ Still, Moore, yep. You know, Claypool seems like he's in the doghouse. You have Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet. But, you know, I, I I don't know. I don't know. He's going. He's regressing. He's going backwards. For him to make the next step as, you know, something more than just a good fantasy football quarterback is he needs to – be able to throw the ball downfield more accurately and yeah. not just duck and run. And that was, you know, when Lamar made that change, he won an MVP. And, you know, I'm not saying Fields is going to win the MVP, but he's got special talent. He's not Lamar. I don't think he's Lamar, but he's got special talent that if he could utilize those three and a half seconds 
get to at least his second read and throw the ball with, you know, throw the ball down the field, we may be talking a different story in a couple of years. But he might be broken. He could. Yeah, yeah he, he could might. Be. He honestly might be broken um, because he did have to fight for his life for quite some time. It's crazy to hear that you say that he has more time this year than than Tua, which is wild to say, even though Tua doesn't really need that much time to get rid of the ball it doesn't need to, those, to those track stars. But I mean, still, I, I'm sure he would like that that luxury. But I, I think he he's just not reading the field well. Like uh, I, I heard I heard Dan Orlowski talking to Pat McAfee and he said something in just about a young quarterback that he would tell his young quarterback if he was an offensive coordinator, just throw it. If you see something, just throw it like I don't care because this is the only way that you're going to learn to process it. Like, did this work? Did this not work? Just throw the ball. Um, some would probably say that's probably why Dan's not a quarterback now or a successful one uh, in the NFL, but he's really, really good at breaking down film, and I, I think that's one of his his callings for sure because he can dissect the play. But I, I really just think he's Justin is just scared of just getting rid of the ball for whatever reason. I don't know what type of work he put in uh, during the offseason. I don't know any of that. Uh, but it just whatever happened from the offseason – to now or uh, play calling wise or whatever the case may be, it, it has not translated well. And this bear team is looking like is going to be a long season again. Um, but again, it, it, we're saying all this stuff, Sam, and I, I feel like this should all, this all should have asterisks next to it because it's only week two. <laughs> it's, it, it could, it could be night and day. Now I'm not saying that the bears are just going to reel off 15 straight after this point. I'm not saying that at all, but it, it's only two weeks in. Things can change. They could be a, end up being a wild card team somehow, some way, uh, and and we can look back and be like, damn, we really had our foots in our mouths at that point in time. I don't believe that's going to be the case, but there's still time. Um, I, hope, I hope so. I like Justin Fields' talent. Um, the Bears have the Panthers' first round pick. They have some more picks. I mean... I still yep. don't understand that Panthers trade trade. I, I like Bryce young. I think he'll yeah, be a, yeah. a good quarterback. I like CJ Stroud. I like the quarter, the three quarterbacks in that draft. We talked a lot about it, but it didn't make any sense that the Panthers did that, but the bears who didn't need a quarterback will, you know, hopefully build this team around him and what he can do. I just, it, it, yeah, you're right. It doesn't look good. Um, no, not at all. And you know, maybe he does need to just sit down and process it. And I don't know who the backup is, but I don't know if we're there yet, but it's it's ugly and it's getting louder. It um, is in Chicago for sure. It's ugly in uh Cleveland too. And that's your uh your last loser here to round this out. Yeah, just I this is the longest winner loser segment ever, but um yeah we talked about Chubb, huge loss, one of the best running backs in in the league, hopefully he can come back and be close to what he was because he was definitely dominant. Dominant, D- poor play from Sean Watson, man. Uh, we talked about it last week. I said at the top, I'm not going to spend too much time, but now more than ever, you need every bit of that you invested into Sean Watson. Okay, you had last year. He didn't play in two years. Shake the rust off. I get it. Yeah, last year was a throwaway year. No one expected anything. He was suspended for eleven games. 
Um, but in order for this team to make the the next level, he needs to uh, he needs to uh, make those steps and look like the old Deshaun Watson. And uh, he's not he's not looking like the old Deshaun Watson at all. Yeah, well, he's gonna have to do something because uh, without Chubb, they, he he needs to step up and be the team. So we'll see if that actually truly happens. Um, so let's get to my power rankings for this week. It's changed a little bit. Uh, you will notice that the Chiefs are no longer in uh, this power ranking. Yes, they they did win, and <laughs> you probably will ask them why are they not there? Is because I just feel. These teams that are in here are uh, so at five, the Ravens, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the Ravens are. They're looking different offensively. I just got a vibe out it, and their defense is flying all over the field. Uh, so they're five right now. Uh, I, I I would love to see what's going to happen with OBJ. I, I hope he gets back soon uh, because that that team, he, he's definitely that veteran voice, as you said about Rogers to Zach. He's that veteran voice to to the wide receivers there. Um, four are my birds. Uh, Say I mentioned this. We both have Jalen as winning the MVP. Jalen doesn't even look anywhere close to MVP right now. Um, even though statistically he's he's still one of the highest completion completionist uh, as a passer out here. He's a that. completionist. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's completion percentage, you know. I figured it would go there. But, um, yeah, I don't – they're just starting off very, very slow. And I, I, I do – there's a lot of wins that they have, but something that's also plaguing them this year is injuries, which didn't plague them last year, which, as you know, can change your whole season. Uh, but I'm – obviously, I still have faith, but I, I just don't know. The way that the Cowboys are flying around right now, also the Cowboys really didn't play anybody yet, um, to be fair. But that doesn't take away Ouch. from their defense. That doesn't take anything away oh, from yeah. their defense. Their defense is is an absolute beast. I said it last year. It's the same this year, and they got better this year with Stephon Gilmore. Um, Niners at three. Uh, they are. It's it's the Niners, Cowboys, and Eagles in the A and the NFC. And I think this this three way race is going to be fun to to watch. Uh, Brock Purdy, even at year two. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's consistent uh, to be uh, Mr. Irrelevant to to being the starter of this franchise and just willing them through. It's it's a it's a true success story um, and, and shows people to persevere no matter what anybody else is saying uh, about you. So shout out to them because they they have CMC and and they have <laughs> the the better Bosa brother in my opinion, uh, just absolutely wreaking <laughs> havoc. Yeah, the better the better Bosa. Uh, <laughs> um, can I give you a quick? Uh, can I give you a quick Forty Nine er stat? Yeah, CMC and Debo have seventy percent of the touches for the Niners through two games. That means there's no. That's not Kittle. There's no Ayuk in that statement. That says a lot. No, nope. yeah, that says a lot. Cool. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. Um, two. My dad's Dolphins. Uh, as we said, it's a track meet. And you got to try to keep up. So if you don't have uh, the secondary to do what they have to do or the guys over the middle of the field, as in linebackers, to, to, to push them certain ways, good luck. And even if you do have that, still might not help you because Tyreek is 
probably the fastest person in the NFL currently. Uh, and, and I don't even think it's close. They might At be 30, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then number one to round this out is the Cowboys. They just look good. The first week, Dak didn't really have to do anything. This week, Dak did a lot. <laughs> he did a lot. And uh, it looked really good. Uh, Mike McCarthy called a hell of a game offensively for yeah, him. Yeah, we'll give him that. Yeah, uh, I, I I will not say anything bad about him for that. It's he was able to mix it up so well uh, with the running game and the passing game. It it just flowed extremely well. And the Jets' defense, which that's not going to happen to the Jets' defense too often throughout the season. I'm just going to tell you all that right now. It's not going to happen that way too often. Uh, it even has Sauce saying that I I'm going to the coaches, and anytime I have a number one, I'm going to trail them throughout the whole field, which he should because yeah, he's he that does good stay on the left side. Yeah. I yeah. They sh- I don't understand that. I mean, Revis did it too. Um, let him go. He's totally capable. Let him, let him just let him play. Do what he needs to do. Yeah. Let him play. Absolutely. Let, let your best guy follow their best guy and to see you. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us this way. This is going to be a matchup between him and I and whoever wins wins. Cause it's just going to be a duel throughout the whole game. So, that's what you should let it let happen. I, that's that's what uh, Slade did with Justin Jefferson. I still Justin Jefferson got the better of him this time, not in the first matchup, but the Eagles still won. And you've got to have that to give your team a fighting chance. And the Cowboys defense with Micah Parsons, who I told a lot of Cowboys fans that had no idea who the hell he was, who he was getting. And some of them were upset that they drafted him. And I said, you're an absolute idiot. And now they're singing his praise. Because I knew what this young man was going to be. Uh, we are Penn State. Uh, that is my top five power <laughs> rankings. Uh, Sam, your thoughts before we move on? Uh, I agree with them. I like them. Um, I like that you were honest about the Eagles. Uh, but it's also very scary that the Eagles haven't played nearly as well as they are capable <laughs> yeah. of. And they're 2-0. They're and oh, and despite the, the issues, I, I have no worries about them too um but yeah no i i when you sent me this earlier today i was like yeah yeah i agree this checks out i don't know if brock i was looking up some stuff on brock purdy he can't throw the ball down the field he's missing a ton i don't know if that's his elbow but he's in the right system to to mitigate that where it's it's not an issue and uh, for sure which brings me more questions about Trey Lance being able to su- su- succeed in the NFL, but that's for another day. Uh, that was your uh, power yeah, rankings. I love don't, them. Don't get me started on the Trey Lance situation. Um, after week two, uh, <laughs> I love this. Uh, records our records for our picks after week two. So Sam was eleven and five. So Sam got me by one game. I was ten and six. Uh, our IG fans uh, were eight, four, and two. Um, forgot to do Monday Night Football picks. Is, is that what you did, Sam? Yeah, my bad. Good job. I didn't Good do job. the Monday Night Football picks. Okay, Sam is Sam is just some, on Instagram some other shit today. Uh, <laughs> I I like how you put year to date in here. That's <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> I'm in marketing, man. Uh, I'm in, I you break down these numbers all day long. <laughs> 
year to date, like we're like mid season, we're on week two, and I like hey, it, bro. Sam. I like it. I, it's great. <laughs> uh, but year to date, uh, for so week one and week two, uh, Sam's record like is that. 19 and 12. I am case I, you know, get hit by a bus on and I can't do the podcast, someone could just sit in my seat and, and take care of it. I set him up. That's hilarious. Uh, the IG uh, peeps, uh, you guys have 15 wins, and Harrison was 8-7. and seven. We should probably get his picks to, to go forward to see what they, what they are. But, uh, Harrison but going to, to week get three. on the pod. I mean, he definitely does need to get on the pod. Um, week three. Let's go through this uh, quickly, especially the ones, the ones that we are – and agreeance on, we're just going to leave it right there unless we got a little little something to say. But Thursday night football, I think it's going to be blowout. 49, uh, Giants at 49ers. You think the same? At home yeah. for the Niners. Yeah. 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 Blowout. Uh, Sundays, Sunday games start with the Falcons, uh, Lions. We both That's have the Lions. Fun. That'll be a fun game. I can't believe be, that will be a fun game. I think yeah. it's. When I wrote this, I thought this was going to be a very, very interesting one for sure. Um, the battle of the defeated. Uh, we have the Chargers at the Vikings. We both have the Vikings. Um, after Sam just championed uh, Justin Herbert, he went with the Vikings. Love it. It's only because uh, Brandon Staley, man. I picked them to win the West. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, Saints at Packers. Uh, Sam has the Packers. I have the Saints. Uh, real quick, body of the Packers. Jordan Love has is tied for the league high in touchdown passes, and he's doing it without Christian Watson and he last gets week back, right? without Aaron Jones. And hopefully Watson's back for my fantasy teams. I hope he's back. But, um, you know, Romeo Dobson show up. You didn't have Aaron Jones last week. Um, I I think this team is, is going to be sneaky good this year, and I just think they're a better team than the Saints. Okay, fair. Uh, I like the Saints because uh, their defense is still – been doing what it's been doing for the past few years uh has been yep. punching people in the mouth and giving them a chance no matter what and now that they have uh a viable quarterback since drew Brees has left I, I that's all they really needed they have michael thomas back uh they don't have camara that's he's got two more weeks one until more. he can come back one more, one more. One more. I, I thought it's i thought he had to come back week five i know he's a four i thought it was a four week suspension they were oh they reduced it on an appeal Okay, so I missed that part. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool. So he's back next week. So that that's going to get even scarier for them. But uh, yeah. the way that Jamal the way Williams that hurt. yes, yes. But the way Carr has has been spinning the ball, and, and it's kind of just this energy that's that's down there right now. Just pay attention to them. So that's the only reason I, I got them there. Um, Texans and Jags. We both have the Jags. Um, I don't even know if this is going to be close. But the way CJ has been playing, it, it might actually be yeah, close. Um, Broncos at Dolphins. We both have the Dolphins. Uh, even though the Broncos are looking better, um, I still don't have any faith in them whatsoever. Uh, Titans at Browns. Sam has the Browns. I have the Titans. Go, Wadi at Browns. Maybe I didn't think this through enough. I don't know. I don't like both of these teams now. I think I Nick either. Chubb, not, not having Nick Chubb is a, a big deal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I, I have the Titans. I'm sweating. Audible! It's our first audible. And our picks. Good, good job. Um, yep, both have the Titans. We'll move on from there. Bills at Commanders, which I think is going to be a very, very tough game. Uh, we both Sneaky. have the Bills winning this one. Um, Colts at Ravens. We both have Ravens. Uh, Patriots at Jets. <laughs> 
Uh, I'm not the Jets fan here, but I chose the Jets. And Sam is not a Patriots fan, and he chose the Patriots. I have the Jets because I think uh, I think Zach might be able to do something here because it's not uh, the Cowboys defense that he went against. But uh, then again, he's also going against a Bill Belichick defense that has played both the Eagles and the Dolphins close. So I've kind of wavered on that too, but I'm just going to give him a chance. Give him a chance. Uh, I have PTSD. We've talked about this with the Patriots. Bill will be happily retired in Florida 20 years from now, and I'll still pick the Patriots over the Jets. No kidding. Uh, This guy was Jets head coach for 48 hours and quit via fax. Yeah. Uh, The Dolphins ran all over the Patriots last week. Bill owns the Jets. This not his defense is not going to play like that again. Uh, it's sure. going to take a, a special effort from this offense and defense to win this game. I just, I'm just slow on the Jets. I, I don't see it. Fair. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. We both have the Seahawks. Bears at Chiefs. <laughs> I think this is the easiest pick. Uh, we both have Chiefs. Watch the Bears go and win this game. Uh, Cowboys at Cardinals. You uh, I, I feel that the. <laughs> I feel that the Cowboys are just going to come in and just going to play their second string players throughout the whole entire game and say, we're still going to beat you with that. Um, I Yeah, it's not even going to be close, I don't think. Sunday night football, Steelers at Raiders. This is a very interesting game. Uh, it's it's like a weird – if like we had to do a pick em, this is a weird pick em. Um, But I Steelers, agree. right? It's just, it's just like you don't yeah. know. Like Steelers have potential – Raiders have potential. They both have like some some good players. Raiders got one of the best wide receivers in the league on their team, and it's just like, uh, what is going to happen? Uh, I it, it really could go anyway. But I'm we not getting time, time to talk about Josh McDaniels and running Devonte out there to get a concussion, right? Um, no, one of the dumbest uh, but, things I've ever seen. But I will just say it, it was probably a good reason why he was just uh, offensive coordinator for quite some time. But whatever. Uh, Monday Night Football, uh, Eagles at Bucks. I think this is going to be a closer game because of the way that the Bucks have been playing. Uh, and they've quietly been doing their things down there. But it's go birds. Uh, Rams at uh, Bengals. Sam says if no Burrow, then the Rams. So that means that he's going Bengals. And I'm also going Bengals as well. And I'll use the you same caveat there. Huh? You think Joe's playing? I don't know. Even if he isn't, I'm still going to rant, uh, Bengals. Ooh, okay. Just, just going like to do it. it. Um, and those are our picks of the week. Uh, now let's get into two things to close it out. We haven't talked about college football a lot in the past since we started this podcast. Uh, but Dion has changed that for us, just like he's changed it for uh, a lot of people. He was the fir- one of the first guests. He was the first guest on 60 Minutes this year. Like, the first guest. Um, he's literally been everywhere on ESPN uh, to Fox Sports. Uh, he's been everywhere that you can think of with this Colorado team, a team that only won one game last year. They're already ahead of that by winning two games. But the Colorado State versus Colorado game that went to two overtimes, which I still haven't watched. I haven't recorded, and I plan on watching it tonight. Uh, but I did see highlights, and I know exactly what happened. Uh, but this game that played on this previous Saturday was the most streamed game of all time. That's with 9.3 million viewers, according to ESPN. 
1.3 million viewers. It was also the fifth most watched college game on record. And it also was at peak view uh, had peak viewership of 11.1 million. This game was on 10 o'clock on the East Coast, by the way. <laughs> that is insane. Dude, yeah. the, the, the world of entertainment and sports ascended on Boulder, Colorado, like it was a national championship game. I mean, you got The Rock doing countdown or game day and sporting a, a, a Shadora Sanders jersey. And, yep. and uh, you mentioned 60 Look, Minutes and yep. every Little media game came there. out, led them out Little the tunnel. Out yeah, it was yep. nuts, man. It's don't worry. Uh, it's going to be more and more and more. Wait till you see the people that are going to be there this week. Wait, is this week USC or is that next it's week? Oregon. This week's Oregon this week. Yeah. Right? Okay. That's a big game, especially with Travis Hunter being down with a oh, lacerated yeah, was, kidney. Um, yeah. That, he wanted that to was, go back out there. Did you hear that? Of course he wanted to go back out there because he's, he, he's yeah, a footballer. Yeah. He don't care. Um, but I'm glad Dion was not going to let that happen because, Travis is like a son to him, so he's absolutely not going to let that happen. Speaking of his sons, he he actually came out today and said he he doesn't want Shador or Shiloh to go to uh, the NFL next year. He wants to keep him around one year. And I wouldn't be surprised they did, and it might be a good thing for Shador if he did because he will be the number one pick if he stays next year because it's going to probably be Caleb Williams this year. Um, and it's, it, it's no matter what, I think it's going to be Caleb. But if he stays one more year, it might be Shador. So. Uh, pretty interesting with that. Um, I don't think Shador Sanders is a for number one pick, but not we'll this year. Or are you talking about in general? Oh, definitely not this year. Yeah, you you're right. Drake May, yeah. Caleb Williams are going one. Yeah, yeah. I don't Another think he's the number one overall. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, no. If he stays one, these guys are. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I would say these guys are making so much NIL money that it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But I mean, Shador is a winner, and he's he's a Sanders, so he wants he wants to be number one. So yeah, if yeah. if he stays this, if he stays for one more year, he will one hundred percent be the number one overall uh, next year. Uh, and it, it, he's just going to get better as everything slows down and keeps training with Tom Brady. Wouldn't that suck for you if if somehow some way Shador ended uh, up being the Patriots quarterback? And then he just tortured you as a Jets fan the whole time. How would you? You know what? I'm gonna leave you alone. Uh, do you care, Sam? Shohei <laughs> uh, Itani empties his locker. Uh, Angels were extremely vague about the surgery. Which, by the way, during this we got an update that yeah. he is getting the surgery. Um, we're vague about his egg, uh, elbow sur- uh, surgery or whatnot. Uh, do you care, Sam? I don't care i'm glad i'm glad he <laughs> emptied out his locker and he's gone they did release today that he had elbow surgery again not what kind of tommy john surgery was it the surgery was it they put an internal brace in there like what did they do uh regardless his agent says he will be ready to hit in 2014 or 2024 and in 2025 he'll be ready to yeah, pitch, pitch. Okay. we'll see he's done this before he's hit while having Tommy John surgery, recovering from it. I think he played every couple days, like he'd take a day off every couple days. He's capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think it deters him too much from making a ton of money. Uh, but can we just talk about the Angels just being a dumpster fire? At one point since the trade deadline, where we were banging the table saying, get what you can here, especially with what the Padres gave up to get Soto. Yeah, and we'll definitely set up the Nationals 
for years to come. Uh, they did the opposite. And, you know, I, I, I commend the, I commend the, like, you know, just going for it. You trade one of your best prospects to the White Sox for three guys that you DFA'd weeks later. Mm-hmm. You also went out and got other players like um, Randall Gritchick and um, CJ Crone back to the Angels there who are not on the team and or hurt now. They've they've completely gone backwards, and now they're going to lose Shohei Otani. Uh, Mike Trout has played one game since July 5th, and here you are. We've been driving this point home for years. You've wasted two generational talents. Mike Trout, It's this isn't football where, you know, how many game-winning drives does someone have to, yeah. to kind of quantify their excellence? This is a uh, Mike Trout can only do so much. Obviously, he needs to be on the field. That's very important. He's done the exact opposite. But you've you've wasted, you know, your opportunity to have two of the best hitters in the game, and the Angels are going to pay for it for years to come. Well said, because uh, you and I have driven this point home plenty of times, and uh, that's just dumb. It, it what what was the team that you talked about the Chargers? Yeah, the the Angels are the Chargers of MLB. Is that they've had some so much talent there, and they just never been able to do that. Like I loved the years when they had uh, my Sosha, and they still couldn't win. Like they it just they just something about that team that just can't do anything. I mean, they did win a World Series. With yeah, Sh- yeah, Sosha and the Rally yeah. Monkey. It's the Rally yeah. Monkey, bro. It, it was the Rally. It, it, exactly, exactly. There's no Rally Monkey. That's totally nope. it. Bring back the Rally bring Monkey. Bring it back. They they need to. That's crazy. Sam, been a great episode. Uh, it's only right because this is how we oh normally end the show. Sam, close us out, please. Uh, I took out. I compared Justin Herbert and Jalen Hurts' careers. I took out Justin Herbert's rookie year. Mm-hmm. He still has five more game winning drives than Jalen Hurts. Okay. Has he been to the? This Super is Bowl? the Chasing Points podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Uh, for for Brandon and uh, all of you that listen, thank you so much. Check us out on Instagram at Chasing Points Podcast, and we will see you next week. Peace. Justin Herbert's never been in an MVP conversation. Goodbye. <laughs>